Welcome to the Michael Teo Football Show. My name is Miles. And my name's Kirk. The NFC Divisional Preview. Check out our AFC recap of the recap of the games. And the predictions. Pre- yeah. yeah. <laughs> the preview is so good. It's a recap. Go check that out from yesterday. Yep. Perfectly, perfectly determined. With just before a, anything happens. Yeah. With just a few details changed so as to preserve the expense and the experience for the viewer. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to spoil it all for you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. Uh so <laughs> NFC divisional. We had a wild, wild card. Uh, for the NFC, no in which the two teams that we assumed would be here at least in the divisional weekend, the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, both fall flat on their faces to the oh, man. to just the absolute pain of their franchises and their cities. But also the fact that they did it together, I think, brings some joy to both of them. Both franchises. Like Dallas like- is like, at least the Eagles suck, and, too. And, and the, the Eagles e- are like, at least the Cowboys. <laughs> right, right. The, the, just the silver lining in yeah. it all. Who's who's just complete choke job? The Cowboys losing to the Packers, Eagles losing to the Buccaneers. Who's is worse? Man, you know, that's a tough call, but I really think the Eagles choke job. I mean, just the accumulation of bad weeks. The whole storyline this year, they're winning games that they shouldn't win. They're not performing like they should perform. Mm-hmm. They just start losing at the end of the season. And the Bucks. I mean, like... You lost the NFC South. Yeah. I mean, at least the at least the Cowboys lost to somebody that was playing good football. I mean, mm-hmm. Mayfield they made Mayfield look like a top ten quarterback and yeah. he's not that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just I think the Eagles was worse. I mean, you think the Cowboys? I think no, I think the Eagles, because it, like you said, the the inevitability of it, the fact that it was just like they just lost their hands on the steering wheel and just let this thing slide down the hill off a cliff. Like it was happening in such slow motion. Yeah. And now that it has happened, it just looks so bad. Yeah. And like rather dying on uh, falling off the cliff and rather than just dying right off the bat, they just bled out. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a, it was a slow, painful death this year. And you're like, and, and, but, and the example would be like, so they could have walked to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't make the, it. Yeah. The the coaching aspect of it for both teams. For the Cowboys, it's like there's so much pressure on them, and McCarthy just screws up big games. He tried to get too cute in multiple different areas that we'll talk about. Oh, yeah. But for the Eagles, I mean, it just seemed like incompetence. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't think McCarthy, you could say maybe that's incompetence and stuff like that, but he's still like an NFL coach who has success yeah that this was so weird for the eagles just i called them the weirdo eagles on my on my monday show like <laughs> yeah uh the manning cast as you're watching the manning cast peyton manning is just pulling his hair at whatever the eagles offense yeah. is doing he's like i i've never seen anything like this, this is absolutely baffling yeah then they had ray lewis on as a guest and ray lewis is like apoplectic about the Eagles defense oh, yeah. and their effort yeah. and their inability to communicate and take angles. When you have both Peyton and Ray Lewis having a fit about your team, that that's coaching yeah. live. Like, live. They're, yeah. they're watching it live <laughs> and, they're, and they're just like, what is going on? Like, man, he's like, why are we yeah. running the ball more? Like, 
just help out Jalen Hurts a little bit. They yeah. abandoned the running game second quarter. Confusion it, from them. Yeah. yeah. And just, yeah, then their defense. I mean, with all that talent, this was a such a such a bust, yeah. and it was all on the coaches. Yeah. And you can look back at this whole season and say, yeah, those two coordinators that got head jobs in, uh, in Indianapolis and Arizona mm-hmm. – they were good. Yeah. They were the reason the Eagles were like a, in the Super Bowl last year. And that's the, that's the X's and O's front. And I think without them, without the winning, I think there's just a bad attitude, a toxic leadership too. Yeah. Sirianni. I mean, if you, if you have Matt Patricia on your sideline, God. a guy we know to be a toxic leader. Because we we had him, he had to talk for three years while he was coaching the Lions. Yeah, and everyone knew this guy sucks. You would not want to work for this guy. And, and you, you bring him in to replace your other coordinator? Like why? He's awful. Like we've been saying that for years. Yeah. And all they had to do was call any any of his work history and been like, "How did you like Matt Patricia?" And they'd be like, "He's awful. We yeah. hate him. Do not hire him." Yeah, <laughs> that's all they had to do. Unless but- he comes with Bill Belichick. In which case, you would want to hire him. Exactly. But yeah, after this game, I mean, right after making a Super Bowl, one season later, they're like, let's get rid of Sirianni. Like, mm. Philadelphia fans, yeah. man, they are cruel. I've never, <laughs> like, I've never, I've never seen a team regress like this so quickly. Like, they are literally back to the point where they were after they lost to the Buccaneers in 2021. Yeah. Where we have complete questions about their entire team and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. How is that type of collapse possible? It's unbelievable. Yeah. And you can make excuses for them or they, or they can make them for themselves with no AJ Brown. Yeah. Hertz has got the middle finger thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, you can they make still excuses, had a lot of good players out there. It wasn't enough. The talent of that team should have been able to beat mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. Absolutely. They should have. And that's why it's worse than the Cowboys. The Cowboys is a choke. Yes. We knew they were going to choke. We just, we were, me and you were so close to picking the Packers. I really wish we would have. We said we wouldn't be surprised, and I yeah. wasn't. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Said, picking the Cowboys to lose this game would almost, almost be two Cowboys. Right. Like, <laughs> but they're, they're so tight. They're so, I mean, we talked about this with the Ravens yesterday. Like the, the history of the Cowboys almost comes to like bite them here. Oh, yeah. At this point, like, Winning the wild card game would have meant nothing. Losing it means everything. So there's not even any payoff. It's got to be hard to play. And then you got a, a coach who just outthinks himself. Oh, man. Like, why have we changed the game plan? Dak and Lamb are yelling at each other. And I really think that Lamb was trying to say, we need to do what we've done all year. And Dak's like, follow the, follow the plan, which is also right. You yeah. know, don't go rogue. But McCarthy gets this two tight end set run the ball stuff. Like Like, what are you doing? Just because the Packers run defense is bad. Basically. Yeah. Don't go off your wild card seven seed opponent. Do what has gotten you there. That's how you got to play. Once you get to the playoffs, do what you're best at. You don't just throw a big curveball to your team and just be like, "Eh, let's try something (sighs) completely different. It's absolutely crazy. You never go full McCarthy. (laughs) Come on. And I'm shocked. He hasn't been fired already. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Jerry Jones is thinking about it, and he better. Yeah. He better. I mean, he's, he's probably been, he's been hinting towards it. And once the Cowboys, whenever they get to playoff football, it's always like, well, we'll see what happens, and then we'll make a decision. Yeah. Which yeah. is even more pressure. Yeah. You know? And it's like your job's on the line. doesn't matter that you made the playoffs. you got to succeed in the playoffs. At this point, it's been too many years. Like, 
They're 28 years they haven't made the NFC Championship. Yeah. After making it 16 times in the first 30 Super Bowls. Yeah. It's like, it's it's unyielding. It must be so hard to play in that environment. Because, like, they're all there. All the Cowboys legends are, like, always there. Yeah. Like, Roger Staubach, like, has an apartment there, it seems like. <laughs> like, Drew Pearson is there. You know, all the Aikman and Smith and Irvin. I mean. You know, this is, this is what Jerry Jones gets for firing Tom Landry and then firing Jimmy Johnson after winning two straight Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. This is his fault. It's his. It's all on Jerry, and nobody can fire him. Yeah. Well, and Jerry's legacy is going to be, if he gets to Super Bowl 60 without the Cowboys ever having a complaint, Jerry's legacy will be the Cowboys' history is 30 years of success, 30 years of mediocrity. Yeah. And it's Jerry Jones has got the bulk of that. Yep. Amazing. All right, let's start previewing some of the teams that did advance. Mm-hmm, the winners. Uh, start for the... Quit, s- screw the losers. Screw the losers. Get out of here, losers. We're starting with some a good game, I think. The Saturday night game with the red-hot Green Bay Packers heading to California, San Francisco <laughs> 49ers. And history of this matchup, this is the Ooh. first matchup to get to 10 playoff games. Beautiful. Yeah. Packers versus 49ers. Their first one was in 95. So there is no... That was the first one? Yeah. Holy smokes. There is no Lombardi or Bart Starr in this rivalry. There's no Bill Walsh, Joe Montana in this rivalry. It started in 95, where the Packers were just thumping the 49ers. The thorn in their side. Finally, Packers ended the 49ers dynasty, which lasted 15 years. Packers beat them three times in a row. 95, 96, 97. Big Brett Favre moments. Reggie White. Mike Holmgren. Yep. Fourth time was a charm for the 49ers. The wild card 1998 game. They get oh, the, the, the catch. T- the T.O. catch. Yeah, the catch two. Horribly named, by the way, because it doesn't matter. It's like a wild card game that they then lose divisional yeah. to Chris Chandler. Didn't, Falcons, didn't but, send them to a Super Bowl. But it was a great catch. It was. And it's, probably would have been a defenseless uh, receiver penalty in, in this day. <laughs> you were so right. Right? Like <laughs> Just thinking he, that play in my head. He got lit. <laughs> he got slaughtered so on that play. Right. <laughs> But and there was a game in 02, Far versus Garcia. Packers won that one. Yep. But the the recent history is all all Niners. All Niners. Yep. Just as the Cowboys were like, no, not the Packers. The Packers got to be going, no, not the 49ers. <laughs> 2012 divisional. The Packers went to San Francisco. That's the game they gave up 181 rushing yards to Colin Kaepernick. Yep. The read options prime time moment. Yep. 2013, next year, 49ers win in Lambeau on a last-second field goal. Another one of those Rodgers games. Oh, yeah. I remember that game. Another one of those Rodgers games where he's like, hey, I don't know. I don't call the plays, you know? Yeah. Uh, Classic Rodgers. Deflect. (laughs) Never take the blame. Aaron (laughs) Rodgers' best move after a playoff game is to tell the reporters, don't blame the receivers. They're just doing their best. And the reporter like thinks maybe the receivers are the problem. And then they write that. Right. Like obviously, <laughs> but Rogers defended them. Yeah. Like, anyway, uh, the 2019 NFC title game, 49ers just ran over the Packers. Raheem Mostert, 220 oh, yards, yeah. four touchdowns. Yep. Absolute. That was a disappointing game. Yeah. Packers absolute. had nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely 49ers nothing. dominated on the ground. And then the 2021. The snowball. Divisional. The snow game. A beautifully cinematic game. Jimmy Garoppolo sucked. Jimmy Rogers again. Or Jimmy Rogers. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yeah. again on the not my problem, man. And. The blocked punt. The blocked punt. Touchdown, and then Debo Samuel shotgun run sealed the game for a last second field goal. 49ers 
Taking on the one seed yeah. Packers. Yeah. So we're four in a row. 49ers have broken the Packers' hearts. Okay. But the Packers were always the team with the the favorite there. They always had the Hall of Fame quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Now the situation's a little bit reversed here. Mm-hmm. Packers coming in as the hot underdogs. Uh, and it's Matt LaFleur Appreciation Week. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude called a fantastic game. And, and clearly he knows what he's doing. They've been rebuilding this little team for three years. Mm-hmm. Been waiting for Jordan Love's moment. Yeah. Here it is. How, what? Now, you were on Jordan Love. Yeah. I was not. Don't go check the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it at that. Right. What What do you like about Jordan Love? Why, why has he always been? He's been your guy. I mean... I like a quarterback, a franchise that sits a quarterback. Mm. They draft the quarterback because he's got the intangibles. Like, let's, let's think back to Trey Lance. Yeah. Okay. Trey Lance sits for a while. doesn't have to play that second season and get hurt. He can just sit there behind an actual good quarterback, which they, mm. they had Jimmy Garoppolo, so it's kind of different. But let's, let's say they had a good quarterback <laughs> yeah. that he could sit behind. Jimmy G's taking a hit. Sorry. Right. Sorry, Jimmy G. <laughs> You're just too handsome, sorry. <laughs> but I like a franchise that says, you know what? We're gonna we have a good quarterback. Let's mm-hmm. get a guy with all the intangibles, the size, the arm, and let's have him just learn from him. And then we'll build a team while we're yeah. still winning. We'll build a team, the, the the practice squad of people that works with our quarterback. Yeah. That's what we're producing. It's the same thing with Rodgers. They did it with Favre. They yeah. said, we're still in win-now mode, but we're building a team around what Aaron Rodgers wants. Mm-hmm. And once Aaron Rodgers came in, all of a sudden, we got Greg Jennings. All of a sudden, we got Jordy Nelson. Yeah. These people that were just getting built with Aaron Rodgers. Same thing with Jordan Love here. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just a credit to Green Bay and the way they rebuild yeah. their franchise rather than just spending a couple seasons tanking and trying mm-hmm. to find what what how to get on their feet. Yeah. They're like, let's do that while we're already in win now mode yeah and let's just start building from there well and i think you you touched on what they have that's different which is the the starter the starter like they're they're using their hall of fame quarterback to infuse their hopefully next hall of fame quarterback and it's hard it's been awkward oh yeah each time each time is awkward but But they do it and it seems to be working i mean imagine if like let's say mac jones came in when brady was winning those super bowls at Mm -hmm. the end of his patriots run yeah mac jones would probably be freaking great right now because he would have that like real learning that knowledge minute to minute learning exactly but instead they brought him in when the franchise needed the rebuild and if they had somebody sitting there behind brady they would have they could already be good right now and probably still have bill belichick yeah and now nobody in the patriots liked mac jones from the beginning so why did they pick him right but that's a whole another story (laughs) yeah yeah but jordan love is set up in a great situation they built a team around him Mm -hmm. he learned from aaron Rodgers. he knows how to do his little jump passes i mean it's the same thing that platform throws what the heck man he's so good which rogers learned from Favre yeah you know and it just passed down from quarterback to quarterback it's a, it's a testament to the franchise and I had a feeling that you know Jordan Love was very underrated this season and he it did. was completely undeserved because we hadn't seen him yeah and he wasn't a rookie yeah. he's a guy that learned for three seasons and now here he is it's oh. his moment well said I'm I'm really excited for this I mean it's not fair Bears fans are not excited <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun to have the yeah. Green Bay Packers be good, and you love to hate them, you know, usually. Oh, Though yeah. I, Jordan Love's my favorite. We don't know Jordan Love's political opinions, but hopefully they finally get a Hall of Fame quarterback who isn't a right-wing nut job. Yeah. <laughs> It'll eventually turn that way. <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah, what? They're turning him into this. Yeah. He'll be a left-wing nut job. Nut Maybe wing, he'll go that way. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> nut jobs, whichever wing, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, this... 
Jordan Love's best game was the wild card. I mean, it almost gets a little underappreciated because the defense got the pick six and because Matt LaFleur got so much appreciation, we're kind of re relitigating how much Matt LaFleur had to do with Aaron Rodgers's MVPs now and stuff like that. But yeah, the def or the, uh, the Cowboys defense was helpless against Jordan Love and Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, man, fresh legs. They were putting together 75 yard touchdown drives on command. Yeah. Yeah, sure, you kick it off to us, we'll just drive for a touchdown. Every time, Aaron Jones' fresh legs looked like the best running back in the league. Yeah. Just fantastic. Dude wants to get paid. I, I, hope, he stays gonna, in, I hope he stays in Green Bay, though. He's going to. Who had a better game last week, Jordan Love or C.J. Stroud? Ooh. Because I'll tell you this, their stats were like almost identical, like a glitch in the matrix. Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud were both 16 for 21 last week. <laughs> wow. Three touchdowns. No interceptions. Love had 272. Stroud had 274 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Holy Isn't that crazy. That's nuts. Well, so clearly CJ Stroud was better. By two yards. <laughs> exactly. That is correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I thought the the Packers win was more impressive. It was on the road. Mm-hmm. It was against the Cowboys. Yeah. And they picked apart Dan Quinn's defense. Yeah. A third and third down in anything. <laughs> they had an yeah, answer for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. That's not going to be the case against the 49ers. No. The 49ers, first of all, have linebackers, yep. where the Cowboys didn't. Yep. They literally had safeties playing linebackers. <laughs> and not only do they have linebackers, they have some of the best in the world. Fred Warner, yep. Dre Greenlaw. Hmm. I mean, they're absolutely stacked up front. Nick Bosa, Chase Warner, Eric Armstead's going to be back. This is not going to be that same story. No, this is a much tougher team, much tougher place to play, I think. Yeah. I'm actually kind of worried about uh, all... So the Packers receivers, a lot of youth and a lot of inexperience. 49ers secondary is about the only thing you can exploit on that team. Yeah. And I feel like that benefits the 49ers because they get a break. Thank God we don't have to take on Justin Jefferson or AJ Brown or CD lamb. We'll kind of get a little break and we can focus on our elite front seven, which is going to crush you. I'm really, really worried about Jordan love in this game. It's just, it's a bad matchup. Oh, it, God, it's brutal. It's a really bad matchup. I mean, I, I'm waiting. This might be the Christian Watson game. Yeah. Because last week yeah. was Dobbs, but like Watson's the kind of receiver that can do well in a game mm. like this. Yeah. Watson's but, the most like those guys that I mentioned. But I imagine San Fran kind of knows that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they're, you know, they're already scheming up for it. Yeah. Jordan Love's got his work cut out for him this week. I'm yeah. hoping he doesn't just, you know, pull a Rodgers and just get destroyed. Yeah. He at least makes it a game. Well, and that they can involve Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones. Yeah. And not be super behind. Yeah. So this, we now need to pivot to the San Francisco offensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. And Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. I mean, it seems like if they get a lead and they turn loose, Nick Bosa and Chase Young, oh, yeah. there's just no hope. If it's all just passing, no running, yeah. If there's yeah, it, it becomes one-dimensional, it's, it's game over. But it's kind of... <sighs> this is Kyle Shanahan, it's man. Kyle Shanahan. He gets in his own way. It makes me nervous. If I had to choose just to pick him game of football, I'm picking Jordan Love, not Brock Purdy. Um, you know, yeah. sorry, Purdy. No offense, but I think if Jordan yeah. Love was there, he'd be doing better than yeah. you are. I feel, and I, I, I've been so negative on Brock Purdy, so I'm going to pivot a little bit. Okay. MVP wise, no. Get you out of get out of here, Brock Purdy. <laughs> right? But. We've been talking about him in terms of him not being MVP, and we've lost sight of what he has done, which is a seventh-round rookie or second-year player. Yeah. 
Who's who threw for four thousand two hundred yards, thirty two touchdowns, and eleven interceptions? Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do that with all these good players. Jimmy Garoppolo, like the, even twenty nineteen Jimmy Garoppolo, couldn't quite get the stats going. Man, still just listen to Jimmy G just ripping on. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you suck, Jimmy. Yeah, Purdy brings something extra, and it's that just like like swagger, the backup plan swagger. Oh, the play didn't work. Ayuk, you know, go down. Yeah. Like he just he has something, and that I that I think could be both the Achilles heel <laughs> and the saving grace for yeah. the 49ers in this playoffs. Oh yeah, but you know, the Packers obviously have nothing to lose in this game. Their defense isn't anything to really write home about. Mm-hmm. Did they even really play good against the Cowboys? Not really. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't them that really won the game, but I mean that pick six was huge. But like, yeah. you know, I still blame that, that was on, I blame that on Dak more than anything. Over peppering so. the lamb. Yeah. Right. You can't never don't over pepper that thing. You'll be sneezing no, all day. No one to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, the best player on the field is Christian McCaffrey. Mm. And if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I am just absolute. I'm peppering McCaffrey, right? <laughs> I'm giving him the ball all the yeah. time. Screen plays, anything like just give that man 30 touches this game yeah. and just let him take over. This don't, was- don't put too much pre- pressure on Brock Purdy right okay. now. Let him save that for the NFC championship game. And if they make it to the Super Bowl, yeah. But like this, this should be a Christian McCaffrey game. Yeah, it just feels plus Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey. There's too much. Uh, do but, do what Mike McCarthy was trying to do, but yeah. the, the Cowboys couldn't. Yeah, but just do that. But and because you've done it before, though, unlike McCarthy, <laughs> exactly. you, you've been building up to it. Yeah, um, yeah, and Debo being there makes it impossible to defend Christian McCaffrey. Right, just the two of them together is breaks everything. Because it's like having four players on the field because they could just interchange easily at elite levels, not just NFL levels, elite NFL levels. Um, And then you got the deep threat, Ayuk. You can't sleep on him. So we're not really feeling great about the Packers here. We talked a lot about the Packers, but it feels like only to give them some pub before... We talk about the 49ers more next week. <laughs> I know. It's just going to be so hard to actually win these two back-to-back games. That's yeah. why being a seven seed is so hard. You beat the two, you go to the one. Yeah. Like, right off the bat. And that team's rested, and you gave yeah. it your best shot the week before. I mean, it's you're really behind the eight ball there. But, you know, I do think the Packers are going to they're gonna try to, like, slow down the game, I think, mm-hmm. which might be a little bit of a mistake. I think they should try to come out and just get a couple big plays and try to get up, you know, get 10 points early yeah. just so they can stick around in this thing. I agree. Because the 49ers, if you're going to let them pass rush, they're going to win the game. Yeah. They're favored by 10. The over under here is 50 and a half, which is pretty high. That is pretty That's high. higher than the Mahomes Allen yeah. battle we just talked about yesterday. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be closer than 10, though. Okay. So I, I think the Packers stick around. But I think that the, the Niners are just going to be too much. Yeah. By by the end of the game, the Niners are too much for them. The NFC is the 49ers to take. I really, mean, it's it just, is. and the only thing that can derail them is an injury to McCaffrey or Debo or Trent Williams or Trent Williams <laughs> for some reason or the, or the stars. Yeah. I mean, really, they're like a Lamborghini with really nice parts. Yeah. You can't lose Fred Warner. You can't lose Trent Williams. Can't lose, you know, Debo or Nick Bosa, maybe even Purdy. Based on Sam Darnold's week 18. <laughs> I'm not trusting <laughs> Sam Darnold, man. Yeah, so you they really need all those people. So that's that's still the concern, and that's about the only concern. Yeah. So we're, we're both going Niners both then? Both going Niners. Okay, yeah. All right, let's go to the other game. The Sunday morning game. Sunday, Sunday, A really, Sunday. really weird game 
the Buccaneers at the D- Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. Seriously. And again, we are in the divisional round of the playoffs. <laughs> this isn't week three. <laughs> this is a divisional round. They did have a 97 wild card game. Bucks Ooh. won that 20 to 10 with Mike Allstott, Warwick Dunn running it behind, or Trent Dilfer handing it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was over the Scott Mitchell, Barry Sanders, Herman Moore yeah. lines. I could just close my eyes and see that. That creamsicle versus pewter blue <laughs> 90s, you know, just almost smell the grass. Uh, <laughs> you and the aesthetically pleasing I field. <laughs> I love a good aesthetically pleasing field. Okay, so the Lions won a game. They broke a 30-year winless streak. Finally. And even the game that they <laughs> went going back to in 91, that game also broke a 30-year winless streak. <laughs> Can they get a playoff win that is not breaking a 30-year drought? <laughs> the, Only the, a one-week drought. The odds are against them. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. If we're going to analytics, they're going to lose this game. <laughs> Technically, the analytics say they won't win for 30 years. That's correct. Yeah. Based yeah. on the data. But I love that they won the game. I think last week I was saying I was definitely rooting for this team to to finally break that streak. The, the, the town needed it. Good job, Dan Campbell, man. Like. Finally. What a man. What a person. Awesome. Awesome, man. He really built that franchise, and I've seen coach after coach go in there saying they're going to rebuild the culture. He did it. He did it. He friggin' did it. And it's so fantastic that the Cowboys lost, so now that the Lions get another home game. Yes. That's even even better. They got weapons. Their offense has got weapons, Mm -hmm. and Dan Campbell is a great clock manager. He doesn't get enough credit for that. Right. He's like, when he gets the lead, he knows how to keep that lead. He's very smart with all that. Seriously, man. Like, he's really, really good with that. He knows how to call a game when he's ahead. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and this is a game that they could get ahead with. Yeah. As long as Jared Goff doesn't turn the ball over, they're good. Jared Goff, that was his night last Sunday night. Beat beat your old team. Beat your old team. He didn't play better than Matt Stafford. The irony of that is, like, it kind of justified yeah, the golf with this juggernaut of an offense, the best offensive line in the league. Oh yeah, honestly, Decker Johnson Ragnow Glasgow Sewell, as I call him, <laughs> construction company, <laughs> <laughs> and all these all all pro wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs looks like one of the best running backs in the league, and Jared Goff can't score a point in the second half. Yeah, this is in his triumphant day. <laughs> uh, that worries me so much. Yeah, but Ooh. playoff football is about the battle of the trenches. You're right. You're right. That construction unit right there (laughs) (laughs) knows what the heck they're doing, man. Way to keep the theme going. Yeah, they are good. David Montgomery is a thumper. Yeah. Gibbs is the quick man. I was boasting about the Steelers uh, last uh, wild card weekend about having that, you know, Brandon Jacobs, Ahmad Bradshaw combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that, that's that's the Lions, really. Yeah. I mean, God, Jameer Gibbs is better than either of them two, though. He could be a star. He really can. He looks so good with the b- football in his hands, yeah. man. And I'm on saying Brown is unstoppable, dude. Yeah. yeah. I never thought this guy would continue his, the success he's had, but he has turned into an absolute <laughs> legit receiver, man. He's sharp. Like yeah. just crisp and sharp. Just, how did how did teams miss this guy yeah. in that draft? And he's just crafty, Incredible. man. He's good with the ball in his hands, his yak yards, and just getting down, not fumbling it, all, yeah. all this stuff. Now the Buccaneers defense, they're they're on a glow up right now. Oh, they yeah. absolutely dominated the Eagles. The Eagles were 0 for 9 on uh third downs. Yep. Um we're we're kind of all remembering collectively the 2020 Buccaneers yeah. and how great that playoff run. And a lot of those players are still here. Levante David, Antoine, Winf- Antoine Winfield, Carlton Davis, Jamal yeah. Dean. But 
I think it was more Eagles. Like, I don't really think they're going to stop the Lions offense. Do you? And they're on the road. And they're on the road. I mean, it helps when you're at home in the playoffs. Now they're on the road. I, I do got a toot. I got a, I had to mention this in the NFC podcast. Okay. The tush push finally got stopped. Yeah. With a face mask. I mean, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it's friggin' awesome that that happened after mm-hmm. kicking an extra point, then yeah. going for two, and that's the time it finally gets stopped. I love that. So <laughs> thank you, Tampa Bay, for just putting a smile on my face. It was fantastic. <laughs> I love that. But now you're on the road. You're in hostile Detroit. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tough game. When it's Battle of the Trenches, I don't know if they got the defensive line to get around that yeah. that, that front fr- of, of Detroit. I mean, Construction Vita Va- unit. Yeah. Vita Vey's good, but like, who, who else I mean, do they really got there yeah. that's bringing the pressure on Goff? And Vita Vey's not Aaron Donald good. They yeah. just took care of Aaron Donald and a bunch of no names. Yeah, exactly. And this is a tough game for Tampa. Yeah. I mean, this is not the matchup they wanted to draw. I felt like they had a better chance against San Fran, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't Tampa Bay doesn't even really belong in this round to me. I feel like yeah. the Eagles screwed up and gave us Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the divisional round. Eagles lost. Tampa didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the Eagles, they were done. I mean, they quit. Yeah. I mean, sure. The players still played. I mean, you know, it feels harsh to say they yeah. still played a violent game out there, but they, they were dialed back. Yeah. It was Matt Patricia. It was Matt Patricia. <laughs> Honestly, when you have a toxic manager, you know, what the it's going through those Eagles players' minds. Oh yeah. That's why they couldn't tackle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's hard. But, it's hard to play football. I mean, this is still a defense that has a lot of good pieces. Mm-hmm. Goff could still go full golf. I'm worried about it. So I mean, I'm worried about there's it. still Antoine Winfield Jr. out there. I mean, you know, there's still good linebackers. It's yeah, still right. the Lions yeah, having a terrible history on in the playoffs. Yeah. Stafford finally got them the win. Yeah. But but he just wasn't on the team. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Stafford does it. Right? <laughs> it's going to be tough on that side of the ball for the defense, but it has to hold up to even give them a chance. Yeah. Luckily for Tampa Bay, the Lions defense is not going to put up too much pressure. So we could, what's the over under this? 48 and a half. We could see Baker Mayfield have another, you know, repeat because he's playing another defense and you know, no, they're not going to quit, but they're the lions defense is highly suspect. Yeah. I can't, they could have lost that game 40 to 20 last week to Matt Stafford. Oh yeah. Just the, the, the red zone stops seem more like Ram things. Like there's one receiver running a route on some of those plays. Sean yeah. McVay got very conservative, very weird, yeah, very weird stuff in the red zone from from Sean McVay and Matt Stafford there. Yeah, and if they finish a couple of those, that's an entirely different game. Exactly, especially in the second half. So I've got no confidence in Lions defense to stop Baker Mayfield, but I also don't have any confidence in Baker Mayfield <laughs> to continue on those broken ankles and ribs. Yeah, I mean, ugh. this is. I mean, out of all the playoff games this week and all the offense versus defense asides, this is the strangest one. The Bucks offense versus the Lions defense does not belong in the playoffs. Yeah. It is just, you're just like, what's going on here? Yeah, I agree. But Baker Mayfield, he's still going. The guy's a leader. And you still have Mike Evans, a Hall of Fame receiver out mm-hmm. there. And who's going to stop him? We see we saw Justin Jefferson go off. We saw Ceedee Lamb go off against the Lions. Yeah. We've seen these number one receivers absolutely torch the Lions. I'm Baker Mayfield. I got yeah. twelve targets at Mike Evans deep. Yeah, and Mike Evans dropped a couple big ones. Right, he always has a bounce back game after that. So now he's it's kind of a Mike yeah. Evans tradition. He's pissed off. He'll yeah. play well. 
And then there's still Chris Godwin, who's looking like yeah. the Chris Godwin that we've always wanted. Did you see the stat they showed of Mike Evans' like franchise records? He set all the Tampa Bay franchise records. And in second place in all of them, yards, touchdowns, everything, it's Chris Godwin. Really? In franchise history for <laughs> Tampa Bay. Jeez. <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield is having just a storybook. Yeah. In fact, I actually think he had a bigger revenge on the Browns last weekend than Goff had on the Rams. Mm-hmm. The Browns treated Mayfield way worse than the Rams treated Goff. Oh, Goff yeah. played himself into that position. Yeah. Mayfield's like, dude, I was hurt. I gave you two out of four good years. I won you a playoff game. I won you your first playoff game. I won you yeah. your first win after you lost 38 in a row or whatever. <laughs> right. And they treated him bad. They, they slandered his character. Yep. You know, said they needed an adult in the room and stuff like that. That wild card weekend started with the Browns getting blown out and ended with Baker Mayfield blowing out a team. Yeah. And Baker just looks more focused on football. Yeah. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago when it was all Baker Mayfield commercials, State Farm commercials, and mm-hmm. just when somebody gets famous like that and they're looking for all this commercial yeah. money. It just, it just State Farm commercials, Kirk. They were it? nationwide. Oh, sorry. Just or progressive. The, I don't know. There's too many insurance companies. <laughs> Good Lord. The fact that we can't remember is a bad thing for the commercial. <laughs> sorry, commercial. But yeah, he's focused on football. Yeah. He's got the weapons. He's got weapons. But And he's, and he's playing a bad defense here. Yeah. But it is on the road. That's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, in a hectic environment. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be nuts. They, I'm sure Eminem's going to be there again. Oh, yeah. The crowd singing, lose yourself, the music, right? the moment. That was awesome. Yeah. Gave me shivers down my spine. Detroit's pumped. This reminds me of like the Saints when they were, you know, yeah. finally coming in. That's the Seahawks when we finally getting good teams yep. and we're like, we're at home and just like, that's kind of what Detroit's like right now. Yeah. Like we've never won. We we always suck, but yeah. here's our chance, and they're embracing it. And that's happening. Both team, both examples you gave: the late 2000 Saints and the early 2010s Seahawks. What started happening is just these picks started to just hit. Yeah, like a huge succession of them. That is happening with Detroit. In Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I'm really I'm picking the Lions, and I'm kind of really confident about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers posted a thing like everyone counted us out. Counted us and Baker out. Like, dude, you had Baker competing with Kyle Trask in the <laughs> in the preseason. Don't lecture me now right. about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. Tampa Bay. The dude, the leader. Yeah. I love that he won a playoff game while, the, while the Browns lost. Yeah. I mean, that's just a nice, beautiful middle finger all the way from Tampa up to Cleveland. <laughs> I, I mean, I just I, that's fantastic. But there's no way the Lions lose this game. Yeah. I mean, there's a way, but... I really think the Lions offense is gonna be able to roll. And I, I don't I just don't see Tampa Bay keeping up. Yeah. Getting this, especially with the way Dan Campbell plays with the lead. Yeah. Getting this game at home is such a big deal. Yeah. I'll be very worried about the Lions going into San Francisco or receiving the Packers, to be honest. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm not worried about them right now. I'm not worried about Tampa Bay really, and I'm counting you out again. So I, I'm, you know, you can prove me wrong, but I'm, I'm rooting for the Lions. I'm, a, I'm a sucker for the underdog. I'm looking at only two teams here that have never made a Super Bowl that are still in it. That's the yeah. Texans and that's the Lions. That's my dream and matchup. The they made a Super Bowl. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought yeah. you said win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But they've never even been to one. Wow. And I'm always rooting for teams like that just to get a taste of it. Just get there so your franchise can be like, you know what? We made it that one year. One year we were good. I don't want to buy it. I just want to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but we're go- both going San Fran, Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And holy crap, am I worried about Detroit 
flying into San Francisco in that case. But I guess we'll talk about that Seriously. next week when we preview the Packers in at Tampa Bay. <laughs> God, wouldn't that be nuts? Know, that would be crazy. That'd be the third one, right? When we had that matchup over and over here. Right. Without Brady and Rodgers, though, this time. Oh, man. Yeah, but please, come on, Dan Campbell. Keep it going. Get it going. Keep Get it, it going. going. No offense to Tampa, but keep it going, Dan Campbell. All right. Well, uh Get ready for the best weekend of football. Seriously. Loving it. Yep. Uh, just have fun out there. Yeah, just friggin' the last eight teams. It's great. They're just, they're, they're, they're right there. They're three wins away from being yeah. Super Bowl champions, and they got that ring on their finger, legacy cemented. I mean, the Hall of Famers, you know, just like this, this is what does it. It's this round that gets you to that spot. This is why we watch. All right. My name is Miles. I'm Kirk. Good night.